It's the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you want to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm or to your phone's app stores and download Anchor today. I want to take a moment and support and promote Fed Up Gear. Fed Up is having a Fed Up Flat Earth Festival in Pattersonville, New York on July 29th and 30th. It will be held at the Indian Lookout Country Club. There needs to be a minimum of 250 pre-order tickets needed to confirm the event. Now, he's still needing people to buy tickets so he can get the event put on. If you want tickets, please go to fedupgear.com and get your tickets today. Now, the ticket includes a two-day admission and an event t-shirt. And anyone with children 12 and under, they need to be accompanied by a ticket holder and they will be admitted for free. Now, this is the biggest and best names of the Flat Earth Society being at this event. He's going to have Caleb.fe. Dare IK, Queen of the Flock, Wits It Gets It, Blom Treasy, and True Earthers Unite. Now, if you're interested in this event, please go see the website fedupgear.com for your tickets. Also, please go join the Fed Up Flat Earth Festival chat on Telegram and let them know Renegade sent you. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm excited to have my next guest for this episode, and you may know him from TikTok as Fed Up Gear. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How's it going? It's going good. How about yourself? Going good. Yeah, how are things going up in the uh, Northeast? Uh, Well, New York's not so bad except for the politics. (laughs) That's pretty much anywhere. (laughs) Unless you're living in a place like Florida where, you know, you have a governor that actually gives a shit and tries to fight back against the the things that are going on in D.C., you know, you're pretty much screwed unless you're, like, living in New York, California, Oregon, Washington, Minnesota, those kind of kind of states where certain cities pretty much dominate your state. Yeah, if, if those results are even true. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's factual that, you know, they it's funny how things work. Like, you know, I have a friend that lives over in Illinois and she, you know, lives in the southern part of Illinois. And we we talk about it all the time about how Chicago dictates everything that goes on in the state of Illinois. And, you know, there's rumblings that part of uh, Illinois wants to separate from from the rest of the state because of what's going on in Chicago and you know, you're seeing it in Washington state, you're seeing it in Oregon, parts of California want to break away from their state as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, pretty much anyone thinks of the state of New York, the city immediately comes to their mind and really the state is nothing like New York's New York city is terrible, but uh, I'm in upstate and it's a, it's a different world, but. Yeah, no, up, upstate New York, more of the Republican area. That's from what I've heard from people is more more of a red state than it is a blue state. <laughs> well, yeah, if you actually look at the 
the results by the counties, the whole state is red, but somehow we always, uh, we always go blue. Right. And <clears throat> so the thing with you, and this is why I had you come on, uh, you know, you're another one of the TikTok creators. I have a lot of respect for, um, your content is excellent. And just like the many of us that are on TikTok, we get, you know, censored and violated and attacked for our content and what we believe in. <laughs> so this, this is the reason why I wanted to have you on. So you can kind of give us a little bit of your backstory on your social media journey and where it got you to, to, the, to where you're at today. Yeah, sure. I'm on, uh, I believe account number 13. Um, I came to, Actually, my daughter made me my TikTok account, and it was because I had just started my apparel business. And to be quite honest with you, I had no intentions of even showing my face on social media because it wasn't really my thing. And uh, so basically 2021 was my first uh, endeavor with social media. I had previously had like a a Facebook, but I've been off of that for probably seven years now. <clears throat> and I wanted to just start advertising my small business, just trying to um, do something for myself and break away from, I, I've been in construction my whole life. And I figured I wanted to give something a shot that wasn't so physical and try to have uh, something for myself to separate from working for the system. And eventually, I, you know, I came out hot and heavy on the politics. And that resulted in me constantly getting banned. And I guess I, I've... Maybe uh, I've changed my views a little bit on the politics through my my journey of all of this because I I truly believe that this two-party system is a complete illusion and it's really about uh, the top versus us and the reason why we're not going to overcome this is because of all the division between the people, you know, whether it's, it's race, whether it's politics, uh, the globe, the flat earth, whatever it is, everybody is always arguing about these insignificant, you know, and that's the thing is, is kind of the, uh, divide and conquer, you know, they want to hit you at every angle, keep everyone divided. And I, too, you know, I woke up along the journey that, you know, this isn't about Republican versus Democrat or red versus blue. It's, you know, us versus them. Yeah. You know, they they want us at a disadvantage being by being divided. Um, And it's a constant daily attack. And, you know, I think in all honesty, we are right at that point where it's almost over, you know, it's either we're going to stand or we're going to fall. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. <laughs> but with your content <clears throat> that you put, have been putting out, like the five by five, you know, that's I, I absolutely love that content and, you know, what you're putting out there with that, with the holistics and, and the things like that. Uh, back to like your content with the uh, five by five, like the holistics things. I mean, that's just, that's great information that a lot of people get shared to that people don't realize, you know, a lot of people depend on our pharmaceutical companies and they really shouldn't because of the things they put in our medicines and just the fact they want to hide things such as, you know, the holistics that we can use to actually heal ourselves and not depend on that. All right. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory on the five by five that that actually came about because of my, my flat earth journey. And I went into the flat earth rabbit hole basically to debunk it, thinking that it was just a bunch of nonsense. And I guess that's pretty much the story of everyone that is on a flat earth journey that's kind of how you start out because we're all Globers in the beginning. Um, I watched this eight part series from E Warren on called what on earth happened. And uh, I, I guess if you can come out of that documentary, still believe in, in the heliocentric model, then more power to you because I just came across too many things that, you couldn't turn back at that point. And uh, it, I guess it kind of ties everything together. You, you you look at all these lies and the deception and the way that you're, you're controlled by your government, the education system, the religions, all, all of these systems that we grant authority to. And... You know, they're, they're feeding us lies. They're, they're poisoning our food, our water systems. They're controlling the resources and the financial systems to keep us all trapped and enslaved to the system. And one of the parts that I really gravitated to was the holistics. Every single day of my life, I, I try to change something for the better. And um, the, the five by five thing was actually a, a military term that came from World War II. Um, it was about the signal and clarity, you know, five being the best signal and five being the best clarity. And the idea that I came up with was to do five positive signals on my social media every day, being a, a holistic, a quote, a link a creator shout out, and then one of my shirt picks. And uh, as much benefit as it was bringing other people to share this stuff, it was really good for my, my mind because I was spending my time researching um, beneficial stuff instead of all these these dark rabbit holes that I had been in you know none of these rabbit holes end in anything good so absolutely you know that's that's the thing about it you start diving down these rabbit holes and uh i mean 
it doesn't bring anything good to you other than, you know, you start to lose hope on everything. And, you know, when I'm talking to people about some of the stuff that's going on and trying to get people to wake up, I just let them know, hey, if you're going to go down these rabbit holes, you're going to have to take many breaks and do some kind of clarity with your head because you're going to your mind's going to be blown. And then it's also going to hit you like a ton of bricks and it's going to bring you down. It's going to make you feel like, you know, why am I still here? Why am I even attempting to live? Because in the end, it's not going to be a good thing. Unless people really start to wake up and we can really make a positive change. And just to be honest, just the way our society here in the U.S. alone, uh, it doesn't look very hopeful. No, I agree with you. I, the whole conspiracy theory, theory stuff, it, it wasn't anything new to me because I had con- kind of gone down that path from 9-11. So I was always on that end of digging into stuff but just just the magnitude of it like the when the child trafficking stuff first started breaking out i i had no idea that there was such an elaborate system and and how many people were involved in in doing this stuff i used to think of just like a missing kid on a milk carton you know and like they were unfortunate events going on here and there, but n- nothing to the magnitude of what you actually find out it truly is. Absolutely. And I mean, you think about it, you know, when we were growing up as kids, I'm 46 years old. And I remember, you know, having officer friendly at the school and them telling you stay away from strangers, the stranger danger thing, stay away from people in the, in the white vans and that kind of ordeal. Don't be going with somebody that lost their dog or have free candy. But the, but the thing of it is you look at it now, the person driving that white van, is our government. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they are orchestrated into everything that involves human and child trafficking, sex trafficking, and it, the CPS system is doing it. Yeah. It, it's, it's unreal. The people, the very people who are telling us all this stuff about stranger danger are the ones that are the strangers that are fucking causing all this. I think one of, one of the very difficult things to see too was that there was a, there's actually parents that are, you know, putting their own kids into these systems, selling their kids. And this stuff is mind blowing to see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I just had a, a podcast with Jess and Amy from, we want the names and they weren't aware, but, uh, I was telling him about the ex CNN producer thing. His name's John Griffin. Uh, he was actually paying single parent, uh, single mothers like thirty, forty thousand dollars to bring their kids to his uh, vacation home, and he was training their kids sexually. And I'm talking like eight, nine year old little girls and boys. It's disgusting. Yeah, and I mean. How can you be, I understand you might be in debt or you might need the money, but to put your children in danger that way, yeah, these people I, are sick. It, it just, it's really disgusting. So yeah, the child trafficking <laughs> thing also was one of the things that I, 
unfortunately wanted to like steer away from looking into because man it's just heartbreaking and i i had pursued a few avenues to you know try to be a part of helping with that and i quite honestly like i don't know what the hell you do to to stop all this it's you kind of feel like your hands are tied when you realize the magnitude of this thing yeah well, the thing of it is, we just need to be able to get out the awareness even more. Uh, you know, we got great organizations that are starting up right now and, and have been around for a few years, such as Change Unchained. Um, there's a new one that's come out, One's Purpose, and they're going after these traffickers and they're, you know, trying to save the uh, the victims from all this stuff. So. You know, more power to them, and we just need more people to get behind it and expose the entire system. Absolutely. Because if we don't, it's going to continue to happen, and until then, you know, they're going to keep doing what they do. And that's what's concerning about having an open border, you know, down at, you know, the Mexican border, is you're seeing all this stuff come in and out of the country, and, you know, the government don't care. They don't want to stop it. No, because eventually you find out that your government is behind this. Your government is the biggest drug cartel that there is. They're the ones bringing the drugs in the country. They're the ones smuggling the kids in and out of this country. Yeah. Disgusting. Absolutely. It's just, it's heartbreaking, you know, to see all these kids going missing. And I think they said what for a year for the past couple of years there's been like 350,000 children who have been brought into this country that were illegal and only they can't find 80,000 of them so you know you know they're in trafficking and you know that our government's behind it yeah it's awful but, but that being said uh the the lies you were wanting to talk about NASA and the lies that <clears throat> we know about NASA now. And for a lot of people who are listening that don't know about a lot of this stuff, maybe you can kind of explain some of the lies that you've found and you've exposed and that you've been looking into. I guess this kind of starts with the moon landing. And if you go back in, watch the moon landing again as an adult it's almost to the point where it's comical that people could have fell for this and you understand that it was a different time and probably no one ever had any reason to question the validity of it to begin with so they were probably able to pull this off a little bit easier but with the technology that we have now this stuff is way more apparent and you look at some of the NASA footage you can see that they're using augmented reality which is similar to like a, a virtual reality game where they're interacting with these screens and um, you can pick up on a lot of CGI stuff, the green screens, the blue screens, using the cables, uh, the, the hairspray in the women's hair, trying to make it look like the, the gravity's not holding their hair down and just a lot of ridiculous stuff. You, you find out that the 
there's a complete replica of the international i call it the international fake station because it's in a pool and that's where they're filming their spacewalks and that's why you see bubbles in the nasa footage and so i guess after first overcoming the idea of you're being lied to about what your planet is you have to come to the realization that they're they are faking this entire space thing and it's kind of wild i mean you start out as an infant there is a a solar system mobile in your crib you get into the school system every classroom has a globe there is the globe and space and video games movies music i mean this stuff is just pounded and pounded and pounded into your head to the point where you're willing to challenge your own senses of your reality and believe stuff that you're being told rather than what you can actually observe. Absolutely. I know for me, I know it was about a year, year and a half ago. I mean, when I heard people talking about flat earth, I was, I never brought them off as crazy people i just thought well it's probably another rabbit hole i need to explore but i never really got into looking into it until i seen somebody post a tiktok video about the uh challenger explosion Mm -hmm. and how all those people are still alive and i was like okay and then i seen the video and i was like holy shit you know this you know this is just another rabbit hole i need to explore down and yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy what they did with the moon landings. I know back in 2013, I went down to the uh, space station uh, uh, down in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and we did the, you know, they take you on the tour and then they show you where Apollo 13 movie where they you know, that was the stage and they showed you where they made the movie at and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, then I was thinking, well, maybe this was all just a fucking movie, but you know, I never really looked back into going into that rabbit hole. But like I said, about a year and a half ago, whenever I was seeing the thing about the, uh, the challenger, it just, everything started to make sense. Yeah. There was, um, actually just a, a great documentary was just released. Uh, called Level With Me by Hibbler Productions. And they do the Challenger story in depth and cover it very well. It's a very interesting documentary. Yeah. And I looked into, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, I was looking into some stuff and I came across a woman by the name of Selena Cristaria. I think that's her, how you say her last name. And she has a thing on uh, on the internet on one of her little pages and it's the 10 lies NASA's told you. So it was pretty interesting. I got into that and I started reading some of the stuff that she was talking about and she's got like little video clips and stuff attached to the stories and stuff. So yeah, I went down that, that rabbit hole for a little bit and I was like, man, just, just the things that they lie to you about. Right. So basically if you don't know where you are, and you don't know why you're here. Your uh, your mind is very malleable and can be formed into basically whatever whatever it is they want you to to become. You know, you're you're 
you're trusting all the information that you grew up knowing to be your reality. And I remember um, when I was about 19, I think I had, uh, I had just finished welding school and I had all my stuff loaded up. I wanted to move down south and I got a job offer here and it was supposedly going to be this, um, you know, like a lifelong career, this, this breaking place that was building locomotives. And one of the things that you always hear growing up is you got, you have to have benefits, right? Right. You need to build a pension and you need medical benefits. Those are like the most important things. And that's a, a huge deception that drives everyone away from entrepreneurship and, you know, working for yourself and trying to build your own, your own wealth and your own life. Ultimately, when we're working for someone else, we're not being paid for our time and our labor. What's happening is we're performing all of this work and we're giving somebody else a piece of our action. You're just making somebody else rich off of doing probably what you could have been doing for yourself. But we all get tricked into the system and then you're, you know, you're, you try to purchase a home and obviously no one can do that without the loans. So these people loan you the money to get, get your home. And for every home they're loaning out they're they're making the profits off three of these homes. It's, it's just like a vicious cycle where basically we're all subsidized a life for food and shelter in exchange for our, our time, you know, and, and we've lost our purpose. We've lost our journey, our imaginations, all our moments. You're spending all these hours at work. Um, you're missing time with your kids, your family. Just think about all the things that you could be doing if, if this system wasn't like this. I mean, people would get up in the morning about, their own food, their own shelter. You would be taking care of your own garden, getting your own eggs from your chickens. I think as a, a collective, people definitely would be more willing to help each other as a community. I, I just think overall, we could be living a, a way better lifestyle, but we were all fooled into this system and yeah, and it's kind of hard to hard to break the chains when there's so many people that are convinced this is the way you're supposed to live life, and it's not the way you're supposed to live life. You're supposed to be able to live your life the way you see fit, not having to, you know, help somebody else become a millionaire while you're breaking your back and your sweat for what twenty, thirty dollars an hour if you if you have a good job. If not, then. If not, you're working 60, 70 hour weeks, two jobs, just to even try to make a living to what pay rent, pay mortgage. Yeah. I mean, and look at, look at what's left for you. I mean, you get up in the morning, depending on your commute, you know, I would say at least on average, people are traveling a half hour to work. So there's an hour of your day. You got eight and a half hours on your job at a minimum people who don't work overtime 
you're, you're spending all this time. Your kids have got some activities and homework by the time you like you're you're doing all this. You pull off dinner, feed your dogs and uh, I don't know, maybe kick back for an hour or so. And it's time to get up and do this shit all over again. It's it's vicious. And this goes on for 50 weeks out of the year. If you're lucky, you get two weeks. You can take a, a measly vacation somewhere. And we go on like this until basically we're broken. And at that point, you hope that you've saved up enough money to just exist until you make it to the casket. I mean, what kind of life is this? Right. And it just proves, too, with this uh, government that they're raising the retirement age to 70 and what a lot of people don't know is the average person lives to be 73 and a half years old. So that's only going to give you three and a half years to enjoy the rest of your life. Which is much lower in America than it is in other parts of the world. Correct. And that is because of our, ultimately, the, the pharmaceutical system. Everything drives you back to big pharma. The the poisoning that's in your water, the poisoning that's in the chemtrails, the poisoning that's in our food, all of this, this stuff creates these other ailments that are sending you to your doctor. Your doctor is programmed in his curriculum to prescribe some kind of medication to treat your ailments. They don't ever seek out symptoms. They're, they're, pushing all these pills on everybody everybody's on a pill you know and no matter what the issue is they got something for the whole family uh your if your kid is got adhd they're popping your kid on some pills and maybe mom's depressed too so we'll give her something for her depression and it's like the whole the entire country is on pills and ultimately i believe that's where all these parasites and cancers come from is this stuff is somehow pushed through the the pharmaceutical system because ultimately cancer is the cash cow and that's what everybody dies from yeah and especially from the the chemtrails as well i mean just the amount of stuff that they're spraying on a daily basis to what land on our skin to land on our food to land on our land and our water I mean, you're in constant contact with this stuff and then you have to go to the doctor. And as I always said, I worked 21 years in the medical industry and, you know, there's no cure in profits. They want to keep you just sick enough to keep going to the doctor and keep getting put on medicines so these doctors can get their kickbacks. So these hospitals can get kickbacks. Um, that's what the whole thing about COVID was. I mean, the pharmaceutical industry and the, uh, hospitals and the, uh, insurance industries, they all made a shit ton of money. And what were we were left with, uh, being stuck in your home 24 seven. So our kids can be suicidal and, uh, antisocial and, you know, just not making a living anymore. We had a, you know, trust in our government to give us these stimulus checks which weren't free now we're seeing the uh overall expense for that and that's inflation so it is just everything's connected it's all by design yeah i guess 
I guess at this point we could say COVID has come full circle and all of us who stood up against this and stood up against the vaccines and we all got called crazy and canceled and shut down and banned. And I mean, now it's all out there for everybody to look at, you know? Yeah. And as I say, if you refuse to look up the information, do the research yourself and you want to continue to call people conspiracy theorists and, the actual evidence is out there of what's going on and you're seeing it with people uh, dying suddenly, you know, that's on you. You know, we've, we put out the information. If you refuse to look it up and you're expecting other people to do it for you, that's, you know, that's on you. You know, I, I think part of what this, where the struggle comes from is people think that, it's so crazy to to imagine something of this magnitude, right? Without giving any thought to this is all um, compartmentalized, right? When, when you go to your doctor, those doctors didn't go to medical school and, you know, build their practices with any intentions of ever harming people. Those people all had good intentions. They wanted to help humanity. They wanted to cure the sick. They were, they were trained in a program and a curriculum and taught, you know, they're kind of like auto mechanics are, are part swappers, right? Right. They're now sitting at a computer. You're describing to them what your symptoms are. And ultimately the result that's going to come off of that screen is what, what pill to give you. And they're not really, they're not really helping or saving anybody by doing that. And you know, this goes back to, unfortunately, this elite group that is ultimately behind all of this stuff, this small percentage of people that already control all of the profit want in the end to have complete control of humanity. That's that's the ultimate goal here is to be in control of everyone. And so just like the space agencies, like, you know, people are like, you're uneducated. There are amazing scientists that are working on all this stuff. You're going to speak against their work. And that's not the case. And I'm not trying to discredit anyone's work. And I know there are smart scientists and stuff that know way more than I do. However, do you, your, your starting point is that you live on a globe. So no one is ever going back to debunk any of that part of it what they're doing is taking that as their starting point and trying to prove all this stuff to you being that that is already the the known value of things and that's not the case so it's not like um there's some big giant secret meeting to to lie to everyone you know this doesn't take everyone being involved in a lie in order to deceive humanity Absolutely. And there's just so many people who are gullible and they, they, they will believe anything that the media tells them. They will believe anything that the so-called colleges indoctrinate them with. And people don't think for themselves anymore. Yeah. You know, if you're not able to critically think and question everything, you're not going to have a chance to survive in this world because... Everything that you have been taught, 
so-called in the education system, you need to unlearn and go out and do your research and educate yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy. No, it's not. And like we said, you know, you go down these, these rabbit holes and you start getting into the research and the information. And sometimes it's just, it's overbearing. It, uh, it's depressing because you think, wow, I was taught this, but, I unlearned it. Now I'm learning the real things that are going on. You know, it, it, it just it overwhelms you. Yeah, and I, I think to try to, you know, ultimately, when I'm going on these, making these videos, this content and stuff, and, you know, you got to put yourself out there and kind of take some swords for this stuff. And it, it sucks to get attacked from, from every angle, you know, there's people who are just so, so rigid in their thought that they are not willing to hear a, another idea. They're not willing to look at this information. Uh, we, we saw this rampant with COVID. I mean, there were many people who I tried to just say, hey, check out this documentary or look at this doctor's uh uh, presentation on this stuff or, or read this article and people are like, I, I'm not even reading that. I'm not looking at that. You're crazy. And, you know, they were willing to roll up their sleeve and inject this science into their arm without knowing what the hell the science was. There was no, <laughs> there was no information or data or testing done before this. You were, you were the test and you fell for that because you put trust in a system that ultimately was letting you down yeah and there's so many people that fell for it and i know myself i didn't fall for it and i don't know how many times i was telling people not to do it it's like i mean you have your medical freedom if you want to inject something that's not even a a, a, a actual vaccine that something that didn't go through the proper proper channels of it that's on you. And if your government's telling you it's okay, why aren't you taking it here? We're going to give you free donuts or a free large <laughs> fry or a, a lottery ticket to take it. You're the fucking lab rat. Yep. So if you want to take it, that's on you. And don't complain when you start coming down with the cancers or, you know, you have a heart attack or you actually die. You should have listened. The information was out there. There were actual real doctors out there, especially Dr. Robert Malone, who was the inventor of our MRNA technology saying, Hey, don't do it. <laughs> it's like, here's the, here's the analytics on it. Here's the, uh, the stats and everything you need to have to prove that this shit doesn't need to be injected into your body. Yeah. I, I think um, also if you had read like agenda 201, th this stuff was out. Long before COVID-19, they had patents on these vaccines in 2015. They, they've been working on this uh, vaccine for 20 years. And I mean, I had definitely seen stuff prior to COVID enough to know that something bad was going to come about from a vaccine. Well, not only that, but the uh, vaccines in general, um, I had stormed the truth on last night. We were talking um, 
for my podcast and you know she has a vaccine injured child and you know these vaccines back in the late 70s into the 80s you know you start seeing more kids coming up with autism and Tourette's and all these different ADHD it's because of what they're putting in the shots yep I had no idea I guess I I found a bunch of that out during the uh, the fall of the cabal series, one of those was about vaccine injuries, and it covered like a, an anomaly where this this couple had three children. Uh, I believe it was like two boys and a girl, and they all developed autism on the same day after being vaccinated, and it basically disproved that this comes from uh, genetics or that it could be hereditary. And man, what a sad story just to watch this. And I like, I, at that point I hadn't, you kind of want to think that these other vaccines are not the same thing as the COVID vaccine, that they weren't MRNAs. And so maybe not as harmful because I mean, I, I had those, these vaccines when I was a kid, I, I gave my kids, the vaccines to go to school and everything. And you find out that none of those vaccines were ever tested to the extent that they should have been. And uh, all all those things that you just talked about. I mean, think about the, the peanut thing. There were, there was never, he never had to like bring separate cupcakes to school when we were kids because somebody (laughs) could be near something made with peanut butter. Right. I mean, that's insane. Where did this come from? Yeah, uh, kids, uh, you know, our age, uh, I'm 46. How old are you? I'm 43. Okay, so we're in the same ballpark. So I don't ever remember going to school and anybody having a fucking peanut allergy because everybody at school ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch half the fucking time. Yeah, it didn't exist. Didn't exist. We didn't have all these food allergies that we do now. We didn't have a, and I'm not trying to criticize people's uh, diagnoses, but this goes to show fi- fibromyalgia used to never be a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Now everybody has it. Why is that? They, they want to give you a diagnosis such as that because it's such common uh, issues with that. That could be something completely and totally different but they want to give it a name and they want to give it a diagnosis so they can give you a pill for it. Yeah, absolutely. And people don't realize if you would actually go back to the old pioneer ways and the native American ways and the, uh, Eastern medicines like in China and start using stuff that they do, that's been around for thousands of years, you can heal yourself. So I haven't, I'm very guilty of building a stack of books in my house that I have not read through, but I have been constantly buying uh, holistic remedy books, um, all of, all of that stuff about you know survival food, and that's where a lot of my holistic stuff comes from because I'm kind of just tackling it one item at a time. Sometimes I'll get comments or questions on my videos. Well, what about this? And that'll give me something to, to research for the next day. And ultimately, 
this goes back to same thing as the education system, the Rockefellers. Basically, they, they at I think it was around 1812. At that point, they had half of the entire wealth of the world, right? Yeah. It's these, not just them, but these families, they took over the education system, the American Medical Association. You cannot patent anything that grows naturally to sell as a, a a cure for any of these diseases and they basically drove out every holistic remedy that there was because they couldn't make a profit off them and drove it all back to their oil industry and made petroleum-based products and these pills are if nothing else they are keeping people sick. They're not healing anything. And all of the side effects, you know, like you're saying, you, you, this fibromyalgia, I mean, you, you get on these pills for something and you have all these other side effects. And the result of that is more pills, more pills. And it's everything drives you back to the pharmaceuticals. You look at the chemicals that are in your deodorant, your shampoo, your cleaning products. Um, the stuff that's on your nonstick pans, it, it's throughout your entire house. All of this stuff has some kind of sinister plot behind it that creates illness and drives you back to the pharmaceutical industry. And that's the cash cow. It's, Correct. it's, it's a hard adjustment and kind of what it, where it steered my content every day was to detach. We need to detach from this system in every possible way that you can and stop participating in it. I make my own deodorant. I make my own laundry soap. I make my own uh, cleaning products. I don't buy none of this stuff. Um, the, the toothpaste, you can't, it's almost impossible to find toothpaste that's uh, not gonna harm you. Um, the, the dentist office are injecting fluoride into or put, you know, putting fluoride on kids' teeth when they go in to get a cleaning, that's toxic waste. They're putting toxic waste in your, in your body. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. And then you got fluoride in the water and then you got these water treatment facilities that can't even maintain cleaning out all the stuff that's in the water. So, you know, back when I was working in the hospital, whenever you were down with a vial of narcotic, you just dumped it down the drain. And then they stopped that because it was getting into the water supply because the water treatment uh, facilities uh, don't have the proper way to clear that stuff out. So, you know, what you're getting in your regular tap water is contaminants and it will always be contaminants. They put fluoride in it. They put all these other chemicals in it. Uh, you're seeing all these chemical spills and all these uh uh, train derailments and all this stuff's getting in our water and our air and our land and we're not going to be able to get away from it completely but you can at least start looking into doing things on your own such like as you're saying like making your own uh, soap and making your own deodorant and things like that uh, it's imperative that people start doing this yeah and it, it also has created you know, on a small level, a system of 
where society needs to go from here because there are people like that are, that are doing a lot of this holistic stuff and they're making their own products and you know just small businesses maybe selling a a holistic bar of soap or something and it's important to support those people we need to pull away from these these box stores these corporations um and pay attention to these people there's people online that are showing you how to make a a rain collection system um Blom Treasy is he's storming the world showing you how to do uh, microgreens. You can grow them on your your counter in your house, you know, away from the chemtrails and the the pollutants and everything. And this is ultimately where everything needs to go. We were served through convenience poison on a platter everywhere we turn. You know, everything just became so easy to the point where it, no one grows their own food anymore no one is 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 providing this stuff on their own because it all became so easy you just go to one one store one market you get all your food in one place and you know all of a sudden now all this stuff is processed you you look at you turn any box or any bag over and there is a whole bunch of stuff on there that you can't pronounce that you should not be putting in your body and that's basically where we're all at. That's all we have to choose from now because because of that convenience, all of the healthy stuff is gone. Right. You know, when I was listening to uh, Freedom Stick, he was on a Lambo show about a couple months ago, and he was talking about he went to Australia, and Lambo asked him about the food down there, and he said, you know, you go to a McDonald's down there, it's not like the McDonald's here. He said there they actually cook all their food fresh and it's actually fresh food. And he said that you could tell it was a complete change from eating at one here in the U.S. versus there because he said his stomach was all messed up. And he said, I guess it was a sister-in-law that said that, um, you know, it's because of everything that we eat here in the U.S. is completely processed and there it's it's fresh. And you say even like the fish and everything down there has a different taste to it because it's actually in water that's not been tainted and that, you know, the food actually down there is a lot better than it is here. Yeah, I, I believe there is like 30 different countries that have bans on foods that are allowed in the U.S. And, you know, people that have traveled abroad will tell you how different it is. Um, my daughter took a trip to Italy and one of the things she immediately started to describe was the the food experience there how different it is how everything tastes how different everything's prepared and look look at our society we're unhealthy we're overweight everybody is on a a pill for something it's it's really really sad to see what we've become on a whole through all of this convenience that's been offered to us, you know? Yeah. And it's funny that you got the people that say, Oh, well, Kim trails is a conspiracy, but yet there's a bunch of countries that have, uh, outlaws and bans on Kim trailing. Oh, absolutely. They've been, um, they've been doing this forever and the magnitude of, so ultimately the chemtrail thing was, something that I was screaming about loud and 
I was taking some heat for that. People telling me that chemtrails don't exist. And, you know, I, I was digging in, finding patents on this stuff and the history of this. And man, when you get into the weather manipulation, you ultimately find out that that is what NASA is all about. That's yep. where all the money is going. It's, it is manipulation of weather to be used against humanity. And where this stemmed from is there was actually a NASA war plan, I believe, in 2001. It was on their website. And basically what they described, it was very similar to the Rockefeller Creed. But one of the reasons that we all felt secure in America is because of our right to bear arms. And we outgun pretty much any army in the world, right? And we know that, and they know that. They're not going to take our guns. They've been unsuccessful up until this point in doing that throughout whatever crisis they create, whatever laws they write, it, it, it's been unsuccessful for them. And they know that the guns are not the, the battle against us. And I believe that's when they focused on the poisoning, the using the, the weather systems as a weapon against us. They can, create hurricanes they can erupt volcanoes they can create earthquakes it kind of seems insane until you see some of this stuff for yourself and some of these um systems and patents that they have that just blow your mind how they can manipulate this weather against people but you know if you create an earthquake or a tornado and take out a, a shit ton of people without ever firing a bullet and no one's the wiser you just call that a natural disaster right correct and then you if people don't believe it for an example look what happened with turkey oh oh yeah i mean turkey they were refusing to allow the shit to go on that was happening over there in ukraine and in russia and the u.s was trying to get involved and turkey shot down the proposed plan for NATO to use Turkey and they said no and what happened they had those earthquakes over there that completely decimated Turkey yeah within a within a maybe a week it was a week yeah and then it was like two straight weeks they had massive uh, earthquakes over there that completely leveled everything and I always tell people, if you really want to look into it, go to geoengineeringwatch.org. Dane Wigington, he has all the information about geoengineering. He's got all these documentaries. He goes around doing speaking engagements all around the world. And he's up to date. He has been the guy behind a lot of the, the geoengineering and the chemtrails and exposing the governments for what they're doing. And... I don't know if you've seen on History Channel, they had an episode where they did a thing about weather manipulation and weather weaponization, and they showed how they do it. Yeah. You know, and people really need to look into that stuff. It's not a conspiracy. They actually are doing this and have been doing it for a long time. It's not. And even within the, the cities, um, actually, there's a guy on TikTok <clears throat> right now who's been posting some videos saying that he works at the Cloud Factory in Chicago, and he's kind of got the stacks behind them showing the, the shit going up in the air 
And, uh, you know, in a city skyline, you see, you see this stuff dumping out into the sky from these factories and stuff. And you don't really give much thought to that, you know, but there is stuff going on with weather manipulation everywhere. Another great, uh, website, I guess we could drop on this podcast is, uh, auditnasa.com. And that was started through Austin Witsit. And basically it's, it's at a volunteer status right now, but he's got people that are, you know, going into NASA, they're asking questions, people volunteering time, people researching this stuff. And there are people coming together that are ultimately going to expose what's going on through these space agencies. And I think that that's super important, man. The, you know, you get a little bit of lashback on online from kind of even my own community of people that are more politically driven. And as I said, I've kind of shifted away from the whole politics thing because as far as I'm concerned, everyone we see on TV is an actor. Every newscaster, every politician, everyone you see, they're they're all a part of this. They're all part of this deception. And it's kind of like, uh, I guess a good example would be a court case, right? You'll see the the prosecutor and the defendant going at each other all through the the case. And then they uh, say, we're going to adjourn for a little bit. And those two lawyers are going out to lunch together and they're laughing at you. That's the same thing with our government, man. These, These guys come out and bark at each other, create a big show and they go back behind closed doors and they're doing their inside trading together and screwing over our country in the process. It's, it's disgusting. And I, I quite honestly just, I don't buy into all this stuff anymore. And I was even a a big Trump supporter. I thought Trump did a great job during uh, his presidency and, I was hoping that the election stuff was going to be overturned and and things were going to get better. But at the same time, I have a few issues with him talking about putting a man on Mars. And uh, ultimately, if, if you want to sell me on a vote at this point, somebody needs to come out and say, listen, our, our education system is a mess. It's a disaster. We are indoctrinating our children with false information. We have altered history. This stuff needs to be tore down. We need to start teaching our kids the truth. We need to shut down all of this food processing and take these poisons out of our food. Um, We we need to clean up our water system until there's somebody willing to take the podium and talk about really making a change in this stuff to me you're you're just an you're all a part of this stuff you're all in on the take and i don't i personally don't foresee anybody getting up there and saying those things (laughs) unless unless i'm gonna run for president right unless we actually have some grass grown people around you know the grassroots people that are sick and tired of the of the shit and we run our own party and we run our own ability to try and take the country back but that's not going to happen there the the shadow government will not allow anyone i mean look what they did to ron paul yeah i mean ron paul was our last 
political person that was actually going to take a stand against the shadow government and the shit that was going on in this country, and they shut him out. So ultimately, I, I guess the solution is we, we have to do this on a small scale. And this is all about detaching from the system. If we wanted to, we could shut Walmart down in a week. If we were able to unite and stand against any corporation or any ideology, we could shut that down as a people. If we could figure out how to stop arguing about your your gender and your race and your beer and your celebrities and all this stupid bullshit that doesn't matter, right? If we can figure out how to awaken people to how they're being played through all these systems and actually unite, I mean, you can... You can make these changes on a small scale. You could stop fluoride from being put in all the toothpaste by never purchasing another tube of toothpaste that has fluoride in it, right? If right. if nobody's buying it, they're not going to keep doing it. Same thing with, with each product. And maybe it's one product at a time that this, this has to happen to make this change, but pick something. Stop buying deodorant that has aluminum and parabens in it and this stuff that's killing you the sunscreen the, the sunscreen is what actually is giving you cancer um just all of these things that have been done to fool you is sunglasses don't the unless you're driving or absolutely need sunglasses your retina tells your body to protect yourself from the sun and that's how they have everybody wearing sunglasses because your mind is not sending the signal to your body to protect yourself it's like all of these things were sold to us as a convenience and seemed like a great idea. And we have no idea the magnitude of the harm that it's causing us. Yeah, 100% on that. And it kind of backtracked to a little bit when we were talking about NASA and, you know, the chemtrails. Uh, a lot of people don't realize, too, that, you know, I, I know Dane Wigington did a lot of investigation on uh, NASA and they end up having a federal judge put a gag order on NASA They put on a gag order on NOAA, the national weather service, the air force, a whole bunch of the treasury department. They've all been gag ordered by a federal judge. So they will not talk about any of the stuff that's going on. They won't, they won't even come out and admit it. So that just goes to show how deep it goes that they have gag ordered all these different agencies throughout the government. Yeah. There's, <clears throat> there's a lot of horrible stuff going on. I mean, through Hollywood stuff that's happening in the, in the Disney parks, um, <laughs> NASA, the, the, the airline pilots. I mean, now you're starting to see some exposure, you know, people getting some of these videos out online and, pilots talking about there being no curvature and stuff that you know very slowly this stuff is starting to drip out and you've had a couple of astronauts say that they've never gone to the moon and yeah I was mean, it michael collins wasn't it he one of the ones that said that yeah buzz aldrin um yeah there's a couple of them that have come out and said that it was all staged the Stanley Stanley Kubrick talked about, you know, how he regretted what he did. He fooled humanity by filming the, the moon landing. 
that was kind of like his deathbed confession. And uh, man, it's a crazy world around us. Yeah, and that leads me to why I wanted to ask you what the everybody's starting to wake up to, you know, the the lies about, you know, flat earth and the things that we're seeing around the world that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think about what they're pushing with these UFO sightings? All right, so I, this definitely is all part of the the deception of where we are, what what space is, what our Earth is, and I guess what you're what you would call an alien, because I do believe that there definitely could be some stuff that is extraterrestrial and meaning outside of us just not above us i don't believe in space up above us i do believe that there definitely could be more land that they are hiding from us and probably some more sophisticated technology and ultimately the alien invasion that is the play card for the one world government right because world war three what they would launch against us would be probably China, right? It's going to be the U.S. and NATO and Ukraine against China. And sure, they're going to get a whole shit ton of money out of that and fear-mongering out of people, but that doesn't achieve the one-world government in my eyes. What they need is like this ultimate enemy against humanity. So that's where... Uh, some of the spacecraft stuff, which is probably military technology or just stuff that's been hidden from us, as well as Project Bluebeam. Thank you. Thank you. That's where I was going to go with this was Project Bluebeam. Yeah, creating these holograms. You know, you also have... Um, this is probably another whole podcast, but the, the religious aspect of this with the rapture, you know, so the two avenues that they can play with Project Blue Beam is the return of Christ coming out of the sky or aliens attacking us. But ultimately, if they use this alien invasion as opposed to a conventional war, that gives them the opportunity of no one being concerned about the, the borders in the countries. See, what, what they did with the globe is they trapped your mind in a ball and they made us think that this is it. There's nowhere else to explore. We are limited on resources, which allows them to control the market, which allows them to control the people, right? Also, it's a massive division project. Think about um, when we were growing up, it was always about Russia, right? Russia was the enemy of America. Russia, Russia, Russia. Um, they perpetuate in, in the movies, uh, watching Rocky go up against the Russian. You're, you're cheering for your country, right? Um, think about what borders actually are. These are just imaginary lines drawn in the sand 
dividing the human race. We are, we may have different color skin or speak different languages or, or whatever, but ultimately we're all humans. We don't inherently hate someone because of the piece of ground that they stand on. That's all created through the media and the control of the governments. Um, it, it's really just a play on your mind to keep everyone divided. <coughs> if they use this Project Blue Beam and this alien invasion, that allows them to let down that facade and that veil of all of these competing governments and show the people that what we need is to band together to go against the aliens. And that's where they install their complete one world government. And they can, I, I think, to be honest with you, I, I believe that we fully live under the new world order and have for a long time anyways, but that's kind of hidden from the people and they portray this, um, these separate governments and all these allies and enemies and stuff, because all that does is just keep everybody confused and divided. But at this point, they don't need that because they need an ultimate army to combat the alien invasion so they can band all their governments together. We're going to we're going to unify under one government and be the people versus the aliens. And that's how they trick everyone into the one world government. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if you know who Duncan Trussell is. He's been on, uh, Joe Rogan and he was talking about project blue beam. And he said, what a perfect way to, uh, project project blue beam onto people is to continue to push these ufo sightings and then all of a sudden they capture or an alien uh comes to us and talks to us through our media (laughs) yeah to get us to believe that you know there are aliens and then all of a sudden the aliens invade us so this is a way that they could get us to comply with a martial law kind of ordeal to get everybody locked down because you know the aliens are gonna you know harm us the trust in the military they're gonna save us and the government's gonna save us but then they've turned around they tricked you into giving up all your rights and then you're under the one world order Right. So that ultimately provides them with basically what they already have is is these puppets that are in government and on our media now. Right. But they 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 can remove themselves from all of that scrutiny by presenting you with this new character in the role here of an alien as your enemy. Yeah. And. And create them or you know portray themselves as your savior (laughs) right i mean i just i thought it that with all these talks about ufos when we had the chinese balloon thing and then they started shooting down so-called unidentified objects and then uh last week in the media they were talking about how there was a ufo spotted over a conflict zone and they were afraid that an unattended crossfire would hit this UFO and there would be a retaliation because they didn't know who, uh, who the assets were that belonged to this unidentified object. It just shows that they're kind of pushing this narrative that they're going to bring in project blue beam. Yeah, absolutely. 
and people just need to be awake and aware of of the situation that's going on around in in the world. Yeah, a lot of this has got to do with some shadow work on people, man. You 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 need to be able to let go of your ego and understand that some of the stuff that you've been taught is is a lie and you know the there's a lot of resistance to letting go of the idea that you're the value of you know we revere our education we revere our our science programs um we hold this stuff up in such high regard and and think that it's unquestionable when ultimately nothing is unquestionable at this point and once you're able to let go of your ego a little bit and think and understand that maybe you've been fooled along the way um, I'm sure you remember because you're in my age bracket, but when we went to school, we always had to cover our books with the paper bags. Remember that? Yep. Put your book covers on. They were changing your history. They were changing the books and no one realized it because we always had to keep the books covered and just small things like that, that we were all fooled along the way. And you have to accept that you have to come to terms with you know, you bought into some of this bullshit along the way. And that's why we're at where we're at. And that's why it's so important to question everything at this point. Now, I'm not for sure uh, about where when you grew up and the schools you went to. But for us growing up around where I grew up, we always had pioneer days. And they would take you out and they had people come in who would reenact the pioneer days. And they would show you how to churn butter and... You know, they'd show you how to make jewelry and pottery and. Okay. Yep. To, yeah, we to... actually had a, a place near us where we would do a We went to a field trip for that stuff. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was a thing every year that they did for our school system. And you don't, you don't see that stuff anymore. Do you, you don't, they don't want to teach you those old ways of doing things. And that's by design. You know, if you paid real close attention to who never got COVID, it was the Amish community. And the reason for that is because they don't have a TV. Right. And, you know, those people, they, you know, they're hardworking people and they have their own ways of healing and uh, doing their own medicine. So, yeah, they they've been the ones to kind of teach people that you don't need to fall for this bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Before. You might have to marry your sister, but at least you're not getting poisoned by your your pasta. And just because she does, just because she has a beard, doesn't mean she has a wiener. <laughs> All right, before we wrap this up, I want you to uh, promote your event that you're holding up there in New York. Oh, absolutely. Um, so getting into this flat Earth topic, I tried to remove myself from that content several times online and it seems to always drag me back into it which put a target on my back i mean uh, the i don't know if this is npcs or you know government paid people on these these apps or whatever but you could do this experiment for yourself if you go on any of these social media sites and mention the idea that the flat earth is starting to make a little bit of sense to you just watch your comment section. Watch your entire algorithm change. Watch how they come after you for talking about this. And I honestly, I got 
tired of seeing this happen. So I figured the best way to do this is to show up in person and show people that it's all right to wear a flat earth t-shirt. It's all right to talk about this stuff. It's okay to question this. And it's important that we all do this. And I hope that this event turns out the way that I envision it. And I hope that there are tons of people here and there is tons of viral content and tons of video going out from this thing to show some numbers. It's um, movement of people who are willing to, to take that step and question the narrative. And it's going to be July 29th in Pattersonville, New York. Um, it's going to be a two day event. I am renting out a 177 acre campground. This has got stages and uh, bathroom facilities and kind of going to be an awesome venue. What I had in mind was being able to do an outdoor event and uh, just bringing all these people together. And, you know, obviously everybody that shows up there is going to be of the notion of a flat earth already. So it's not really going to be beating a dead horse on those topics. I'm bringing uh, some people together that can explain the spiritual aspect of this, the holistic aspect of this, and as well as some of the, you know, the scientific debunking of the pseudoscience. And hopefully people show up, man. Yeah, I want people to show up. I want people to uh, make it up there. If I'm able to, I know I will be off that week because actually that's my birthday week. And I usually take my week off for the for my birthday. So I'll have to look into to getting some tickets and coming up there, hopefully. And uh, if you want, people can get on my link tree. I have added you to my link tree so people can go up and get on to your shop and they can start getting tickets and gear. So please, everybody, go and check out the Fed Up Gear link that's in my link tree. Awesome. Appreciate that. And uh, tickets and information are available at fedupgear.com. I also have that in my link tree. And I hope to see a good turnout for this thing. Me too. I, I, I totally support you. And, you know, if you need anything, please reach out and I'll do what I can to help you. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming on. All right. That's the show, everybody. And before I end the show, I also want everyone to go and check out these patriotic businesses and these organizations. So I want you to go to check out Saints and Sinners Hat Company. It's ran by Three Rows. He is making some badass hats. Please go check him out and get you a hat. Also go check out PatriotFishingGear.us. It's ran by Donnie. He has some badass gear as well. He has hats shirts, custom tumblers, and he is also in the process of making rods and reels. Also check out Star Spangled Designs by Amy. She's making some badass patriotic jewelry, and you just go check it out. Go check her out and get you some badass jewelry. Check out these 501c3s, changeunchained.com. It's ran by Troy and his wife, they actually go out and they hunt down the human traffickers, the child sex traffickers, 
uh, you name it, they do it, and they get the survivors. They bring them back to their burn-it-down ranch, which were, has a bunch of tiny homes on this ranch, and go to their merch shop, and anything that you buy will help those tiny homes that they are building. Next to be We Want the Names Foundation. It's ran by Jess and Amy, and they do the same thing. They, they help give... Uh, therapy and they have sessions for people who have suffered from sexual assault and they help those victims out as well then you have one's purpose they do the same thing they hunt down human trafficking and they help their survivors get them therapy so please anything you can do to help these foundations out and these businesses out i would really appreciate it and finally Please make sure you're following the show so that you can get your notification of the next episode that I release. I have some big things coming up, so I will be making an announcement. So I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. Find the Kentucky Renegade Patriot on TikTok and Instagram, as well as the Renegades Rant Podcast on Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, and many others.